Hello and welcome to The Gist. I'm your host, Chris Petrano, here every week, breaking down all the things happening in pop culture and across Bravo. And so last Thursday, we did our very special episode completely dedicated to Scandaval. So we've already covered Vanderpump Rules. But of course, we've got to talk about that explosive season finale on Real Housewives of New Jersey. And then um, we've got Atlanta last night and Summer House. So it's going to be a quick episode. We're going to kind of fly through these. But before we get into the recaps, I have to like first just quickly talk about this promo for The Little Mermaid. I'm hoping that you guys have all saw it. it. It was on last night during the Atlanta episode. It's... It opens as if it's a commercial for Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip in Atlantica. And it's Sheree and Sonia Morgan on beach chairs, like looking amazing, by the way. But then off in the distance, they they show Luann with this long weave down to her ass and she's combing her hair with a with a fork. (laughs) And it's it's everything. But then it like you think that that's the most unhinged it's going to become until you hear off in the distance Luann singing the Little Mermaid song. Uh, uh, um, and, you know, in her Luann version, completely flat. I mean, very similar to mine. So let's let's be honest. But it was insane. It was so funny. And then it's like, you know, cross promotion. Uh, with The Little Mermaid coming out. And it's just, I, lo- I love when they do these. They're always so unhinged. They make no sense. It's like the most wild thing. So if you have not seen it, um, I posted it on my Twitter uh, because it was just, I mean, it was chaotic. It was unhinged. It was everything I needed it to be. So definitely check that out. Um, but getting into last week's episodes, uh summer house uh we start off with um it's the continuation of the week before so we're at carl or we're carl and Lindsay had just gotten engaged it was the next weekend at the house they all were out uh robert danielle's boyfriend pulled carl aside told him you know i want I feel like you should have included danielle carl gets very upset he walks away um and so we kind of see the aftermath of that. He like doesn't want the cameras around. He keeps like, you know, saying no cameras, no cameras. But then we, of course, because producers are good, they uh, they follow him around. Um, but ultimately he kind of is like, I feel like I've ruined the best day of my life. I made a bad decision to not tell Danielle and now I've ruined it. Lindsay gets word of it. She's like, I want to get out of here. She's like, I, you do not need to feel bad. This was our day. Like I'm over these people. So they leave, they don't go back to the ho- the house. Um, and, you know, everyone else is still like kind of partying and they just assume that they went home. Um, Sierra and Craig are there, they're talking about the timelines for engagement. He's like, now I wanna wait. Um, and then all of a sudden Sierra is talking about how she like wants to find someone and settle down and she's feeling like she's getting old. Um, you know, which is very transitional. Like this cast is very transitional, especially when you have this close knit group and then a bunch of people start getting married and engaged and having babies and talking about babies and stuff. So understandably why she's kind of like feeling all of these things. But so they're having their moment. Um, they get back to the house and uh, the 
the bed bugs, as they are calling themselves now, uh, Paige and Sierra, and now have introduced Maya into this clique, they decide to push their beds together to make a mega bed. Um, and cause they all want to be together. And also Craig is there for the weekend. So Craig has to then also sleep in this mega bed with the other three girls. Um, and not in the way that I'm sure he wishes it had been. Um, but yeah, so Carl and Danielle didn't stay the night at the house. We find out that they don't plan to come back to the house during the final weekend. Um, and you know, everybody's like freaking out. Like it's the final weekend in the house and they're like, wait, so they didn't come home. And it, it's so dramatic, which it feels like a little like strange as a viewer because you're like, well, they're upset. So they stayed out and they like left, but they, you know, don't want to be around you guys. That doesn't seem like that crazy. But all of the, what the cast is not talking about is that them not being there to film the finale essentially is them saying they're leaving the show. And so you can tell that that's the context and the undertone of all of this is like, they're like, they're done. They're not, they're not going to come back. They're not going to be here. Like they kept saying all these things. So, you know, that like, and probably producers were telling them too, they were probably asking like, what does this mean? And producers were like, if they don't come back, like they're, they've left the show essentially. So, um, so they're not there. The crew, uh, Corey arrives and they're all getting ready to go to, to their boat day, um, which I guess Danielle planned. And that was part of the reason that like Carl and Lindsay weren't there for it. Um, the, t the two uh, or there was two boats and everyone ha had to kind of separate. Um, and I just thought it was strange that Paige and Craig were on separate boats. It's like they're supposed to be they're together and they're on different boats, but everyone seemed to have a blast. Um, and while they're on the boat, Maya gets a message asking if she and Oliver are exclusive. So she instantly is like, I know something horrible is going on, but she doesn't really want to bring it up. Um, and then while, uh, the, while everyone's out at the boat, uh, we flash to Carl and Lindsay pulling up at the house Carl's like, I don't want to film. He's just here to get his stuff and get their stuff and get out of there. He's like, we're done. Um, he even threw like a shirt or something like over the camera in the bedroom while he was uh, packing up. Cause he's like, I don't want packing shots. And he, the producer and Lindsay are both outside the door and they're like, you hear them being like, Lindsay's like, babe, they have to like get footage of us. Like, packing like they have to tell the story that we're not going to be here so like and he's just pissed and he like pulls the shirt off the camera and is like this is ridiculous and you know and then they take the pineapple upside down cake that uh Lindsay had made and um you know it's the, so they again like it seems as though they are completely done they are exiting the summer house for the final weekend which means they are done for the finale or so we think. So, um, so that's going on. Meanwhile, everyone's having just like a blast on the boat. Paige is like Carl and Lindsay left. And then the real fun was had. Um, and then everyone's getting back and they're just all like having a party and they're, you know, having a, a real blast. Um, but then people went and they were like, wow, all their stuff is gone. And they took the cake. Like everyone was very concerned, not so much that they had like taken their stuff, but that they had taken the cake. 
And, um, but then Danielle got so angry. This is all happening because Danielle had such a bad reaction about their engagement and she was so mad about the engagement. And then, so now they're gone. And then people went in the room and they were wearing like some cowboy hats that uh, Carl and Lindsay left behind. And she like was unhinged. She's like, people taking stuff from the room. Like, this is horrible. Like you guys need to stop it. Like, we're not, we're not children. We're not going in their room. Um, she got really like upset at everyone. And then in her confessional, she's like, I'm still loyal to them. Like, and them leaving, like really triggered something in her. And she's like, it just feels really permanent. Um, that like our friendship is done and that they're not going to be there. And so the cast keeps kind of talking about them and, you know, Craig calls Lindsay poison and it's like, she's the reason for all of this. Um, and then uh, the guys host a sushi night uh, and, you know, everyone again, it's just how, I mean, everyone's hammered at this point, but they're all having like a really good time playing games, throwing things in the pool. Like they, they just were having like a fun drunk last weekend. And again, like it is kind of sad that like Carl and Lindsay are missing out on all of that. Um, we see Corey and Sam sneak off into the closet <laughs> Uh, as they come out, they clearly saw that the cameras caught them and are annoyed. So we know what happened in there. Um, and then Craig had called his mom um, and because it was her birthday. But obviously, it's like very late at night at this point. And she was like, oh, I thought you forgot. And he's like, I didn't forget. It's just late. We've had a day. I'm so sorry. So he like has a full nervous breakdown. He starts like sobbing. Uh, he gets mad at Paige because, like, Paige is, like, what's wrong? But I, I don't know. I think he wanted her to, like, maybe pull him aside, not in front of the girls. They have this mega bed. So he seems, like, annoyed. He's, like, talking to Kyle, and he's just, like, I need someone that wants to be there for me. And, you know, so he's having, like, a full nervous breakdown. Um, everybody goes to bed. The next morning, he kind of, like, acts as though nothing happened. Paige was like, yeah, that's typically what happens with us. Um, he has these major meltdowns and then the next day it, everything's fine. Um, and so they start setting up for their big finale party. And as they are doing that, Carl and Lindsay make their return into the house, walk in. Everybody's shocked to see them. And that's that. And then next week, uh, or this week rather, is going to be the season finale of Summer House. So, um, so we'll be definitely covering that. Um, I'm going to quickly do Real Housewives of Atlanta because it was on last night. It's fresh. Um, and I really, I kind of felt like it was a filler episode, if I'm just being really honest. Like, ever, the whole episode just talked about BravoCon, all the scenes. They had clearly just come back from BravoCon. They're like, oh yeah, it was wild, it was crazy. And then things happened on the panels that they needed to like sort of hash out and talk about. Mama Joyce was being, um, you know, shady to Todd as always. Um, so a lot, a lot of stuff sort of rehashing about what had happened at BravoCon in a lot of the scenes, um, you know, and then a lot going on with Drew and her music. Uh, Drew and Ralph are on a date. Uh, Ralph refers to them and compares them to Ike and Tina, uh, which was probably not the right uh, thing to say. But as we know how things turn out between them, like maybe is accurate. Um, 
And Drew's like, I thought we were Beyonce and Jay-Z, but I guess not. Um, but then uh, Candace from Real Housewives of Potomac is on tour and she calls Drew and she's like, you know, invites her to be on the stage. And Drew is like, oh my God, this is like such an honor. But what I love is that it was like, <laughs> Candace was like, well, actually Shamari was supposed to do it. Um, but she can't now. So like, since she dropped out, like, I thought maybe you could come up and Drew is like, oh, this is the biggest honor that I've ever had. Um, she invites everyone to this, uh, to the show, uh, as if like she's doing a big showcase. So all the girls come, um, and Dr. Heavenly is there, you know, we're getting, I mean, with BravoCon and with all, with Candace and Dr. Heavenly, I mean, this is a full crossover episode, um, really breaking the Bravo fourth wall. Um, we know that they're clearly on a show in this episode. Um, but, and then we also, um, while Drew and Ralph, I guess they had quite a bit of scenes, uh, this, uh, this episode, they were featured quite a bit. Um, Courtney, who she's now dug her heels into Drew because she's cousins with Ralph. Now she's like Drew's cousin. And so, um, she's really gotten in there. And then we learn that her, uh, baby daddy is someone that Drew knows from being in a movie like 10 plus years ago named Bryce. Um, and I, I just got like this weird energy when they all arrived and like the fact that like Ralph didn't know that Courtney was his cousin. And then now they're like BFFs. There's like, they're hanging out at home and like having family time. It, and then the fact that Drew doesn't know who the baby daddy is until he's in her home. And there was, there was like a weird energy about this whole group being like so intertwined, but not knowing anything about each other. It's just very strange. And then, uh, and another note that I put is Marlo had this scene while she was like picking up some clothes or something from the mall. And she was talking to the boys in the car and like, she had like toothpaste or something like all over her cheek. She had like all these, like, or like it was like zit cream or something. But they never discuss it. And she also knows she's being filmed for the show. So I was just like, this is wild. Like, what is all over her face? Um, so that was a distraction. But but anyways, we get to Candace's show. Everybody's like ready to root Drew on. Uh, and then Drew comes out on stage for 43 seconds. And everyone's like, why did you have a woo-woo moment? I thought you were like doing a full song or like doing something. And um and drew like backstage was just like i'm ready to go on tour now like that was amazing and it's like well girl you got to get through a whole song before you can like hit the road um so it was but it was nice to like see everyone there supporting at least and then we get to the backstage footage everyone's kind of popping off courtney and candy go at each other again um and, and you know who i miss is i miss villain kenya like Kenya is like sitting in the the wings this season. She's like even when things get messy, she's kind of like just in the on the sidelines just like smiling and like she's probably loving it cuz maybe she realized like in that premiere her going after Sheree and Mont uh, Martel so hard and having that like explosive scene like maybe she felt like she really needed to pull back. But like I miss a Kenya villain era. Like that was her peak. And I wasn't always a big Kenya fan during that time, 
but like I'm finding things a little bit boring right now. And I, ultimately I'm a little bored with Real Housewives of Atlanta. Like I loved the premiere and I feel like from the preview, like we've got something, but I just, I'm bored right now. So I'm hoping it's about to pick up because I'm missing something. There's something missing with this cast right now for me. And it's, it's kind of not happening, but, um, and then the, the episode ends, um, uh, and Marlo and Drew, it's after 30 minutes after the cameras had gone down, they're clearly still there. They're getting ready to leave. Marlo's like starts like getting on Drew's case about like, well, why didn't you use the word shooting when you were talking about what happened at Candy's restaurant? And like, Drew's like, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. And she's clearly confused as to why Marlo's like getting really heated. And Marlo is just like starting to bubble over. And she's like, my, my nephew died, but I'm also like the nephew didn't die recently. He like had died uh, either last season or the, even the season before. Um, and we saw some unaired footage where she like talked to Candy about it. And I mean, everyone goes through grief in a very different way. So like no, no judgment about how she's going through it. But I was just, I was confused as to why she went in on Drew so hard. And so that's where we ended as she kind of got in her face and was like, my nephew is dead. And she walked off. Um, so that was Atlanta. I'm hoping that we're going to get a little bit more next week and we're going to start picking things up a bit. Um, but now we'll get into that explosive season finale on Real Housewives of New Jersey. Um, I mean, it starts off and you're seeing everybody like reliving what had happened the night before. And then of course we get the like, 12 hours earlier, um, rewind. And it's, you know, Dolores and Polly are hosting this Irish party um, that's like prohibition themed. But it's, I mean, it's a scene, uh, the producers really like edited it in well. You just keep seeing Irish whiskey being poured and everybody that walks in, they're handing it. And you can just tell like, this is a sign of things to come. People are getting messy. And so, you know, people are arriving. The whole episode basically was, um, with except for the fallout scenes, but the, the majority of the episode was filmed at the party. Um, and so the guys are there. They're trying to talk sense into Joe about, you know, talking to Teresa and, like, going to the wedding and just, like, sucking it up. And, like, you guys are in a bad place. Like, you guys need to get together and make this right. Um, and, you know, he Joe definitely seems resistant to that. I think that he ultimately like knew that he just wanted to be done with her. And I just think that they didn't, they, that was their story. So I don't know. Um, but then we get Rachel and Melissa are like really going in on Danielle at one point. And they're like, it just seems like something happened in Ireland and you just seemed off and you know, they're really pushing her and she obviously is like, do I tell Melissa about this rumor that Margaret's friend is saying that Margaret told her? And, you know, it's, she's like, she's spiraling a little bit on like, should or should she tell her? She felt like she should. But I felt as though the producers must have pushed Melissa and Rachel and said, Danielle knows something or Dan something happened in Ireland that Danielle's not talking about on camera. 
So you girls need to get it out of her because that's what it felt like. It, it felt a bit produced when they were like really pushing her. So that's where I, I got a, like a little lost in that. Cause I was like, well, they're really pushing for this to come out. And then once it does, they're going to lose their minds. Um, and so that was, uh, that was a little bit disappointing because it didn't feel authentic, like that they were truly caring about her. That was more like, yeah, we know that something like was going on with you. Like you just need to talk about it. Tell us about it. Um, and so then Danielle goes to Jen, who's hammered, by the way, <laughs> she, you can just tell in her face. She's like, Oh, like, I mean, a drunk Jen, again, I've said it before on the podcast, like a dr drunk Jennifer Aiden is someone that I am okay to watch on, on screen anytime. Um, but she starts to tell her, like, I'm going to have to tell Melissa, like, she's pushing me for it. I need to tell her. And Jen's like, I would not do that. Like, you can't do that right now. Like, that sounds horrible. Um, but Danielle has made up her mind. And so... Of course, she goes to pull Melissa, uh, Melissa in. Oh, and by the way, can we just talk about really quick? There was a scene where everyone was standing around inside, like, what's going on over there? And all I could see was Dolores and Polly's nest in the back. And it was showing that it was set at 76 degrees. I was like, my God, that's so hot. 76? And it was cooling it down. So... I don't know, that seems crazy, but um, to each their own. But anyways, Danielle pulls uh, Melissa aside. Melissa's like, oh God. And she reveals, she's like, I just want you to know what people are telling you uh, or saying behind your back. She's like, Margaret has told her friend, Laura, this rumor and, you know, people have talked about it and I just th think you should know. And so what we learn is the big bombshell, the big twist, is that Melissa, Melissa already knows. And she's like, I already knew this because I heard about it when Teresa called Joe and told him to come over privately without me so that she could tell him what Laura said and ultimately like try to get us to get him to leave me. And so she's known about it this whole time and was basically just waiting for it to come out on camera. Um, so that was the big shock. But then Margaret keeps hearing her name in the conversation. So she comes over, you know, on 100 and is like, why do I keep hearing my name? And all hell breaks loose. And Danielle and Margaret just start going after each other. And, you know, Danielle's like, I don't understand, like, why everyone's like pissed off at Teresa for this and Jen, because it's Margaret who was the one starting the rumor and that's where it's all coming from. But like somehow everyone's mad at the messengers here. And so it, I mean, everything just unleashes it's full chaos. Everyone's screaming at everyone. Rachel food is in the mix. Like what is happening? You know, so even she's screaming, but she doesn't even know why. And, uh, Teresa comes over and there's the, you know, look at you, look at you moment. And, and then Melissa's like chasing her because Teresa's like, Oh, go away from me, go away from me. And Melissa's chasing her around the party. I mean, it was, I mean, it was old school Jersey a bit. Like when we've seen that family fight before, like they were full on ready to brawl. Um, and Louie is just like getting heated in the corner 
you know, his face is turning as purple as purple could be. I mean, he was, they just should start calling him Barney, um, Barney the dinosaur, because he, his face, like, gets, it gets, like, when he gets mad, it seems like it gets more bloated or something, and it's, like, it, I mean, it truly seems like it's about to pop like a blueberry, um, and so he was like, and he's looking right at the camera and he's like, she's winning, pointing at Teresa, she's winning. And I mean, it was, it was chilling. It, he scares me. Um, I mean, he is a bit of a lunatic. Um, but then, you know, Teresa's like, I don't want anything to do with this. Like, we're about to get married. I don't want this to be the thing that's going on right now. She's like trying to walk away from it all. And so she goes downstairs and, you know, Melissa just keeps yelling things at, at Louie and Louie's like responding. And he's like, cause you know, Melissa's narrative is like, Teresa kept, keeps doing this. And Teresa told everybody and Teresa did this. And Louie's like, I'm the one that called Joe. I'm the one that said that I wanted to tell your brother the rumor. So Teresa had nothing to do with it. She told me not to do it. So he's like trying to say this stuff. But then Joe's like, stop talking to my wife like that. And so then Joe steps in and then they're like having to be held back. And, you know, Joe Gorga, who's a gorilla and an animal, he's like, Nate, don't hold him back. Let him come at me. And like, you know, he's ready to fully throw fists at him. And, you know, it's it's horrible. And then everyone's like, we got to get out of here. Like, this is one of the most toxic things. And because of the at the end of the day, like, yes, we love the drama, but you have to remember this is family. And so it's probably pretty, like, pretty raw to see all of that happening in person and especially at a party. Certainly not how Dolores and Polly wanted their um, party to go. And then so we get everyone's sort of like their finale cards where we see like their updates. And then we get to the next day. And um you know, Jennifer and Dolores come over to Teresa's house. Um, Joe is rehashing some of the stuff in his confessional. He says that, you know, Gia had called him and told him that he needs to leave Melissa because they think that he could do better. Um, and I know that that's going to come out in the, in the reunion. So more to come on that, but we find out more about that, but Joe, that that's Joe's claim. Um, and then on the way to Teresa's house, Dolores calls Melissa to see how she's doing. Melissa's like, we aren't coming to the wedding. Like, how could we go after, how could we go support people who constantly are trying to break down our marriage? So we're out. Um, we're not doing this anymore. Like it's done. And that's kind of Melissa's last bit. And then we get um, Teresa, Jennifer, and Dolores all talking. Louie joins the conversation at some point, and you know they they rehash it that like Louie was the one that when when Laura told Jennifer and Teresa this rumor that Marge had been spreading about Melissa, Louie said you've we've got to tell your brother so he can get ahead of it because. If, if Margaret's going to put this out there the way that she did with me last season, I want your brother to be ahead of it, you know, but that's not what's coming out. They want it to look like Teresa was the one doing it. And, you know, Dolores is like, it just seems, it's sad, but it seems like you guys are just at that point where you've got to 
end things. And then Louis, you know, so after Louis reveals that he is in fact the one that had called Joe over to the house to tell him what had been going on, he also like made some comment about hiring a private invest investigator, Bo Deedle, that um that had all this information about everyone, which was like this really wild claim. But then on Watch What Happens Live afterwards, Teresa was on and Andy sort of asked about that. And ultimately they said that that didn't happen. Bo Deedle has also confirmed that Louis never hired him to look into the rest of the cast. But it was a wild thing to say in the moment. And I'm not really sure where it came from or what the point of it was, but um, I'm guessing that we're going to talk about that a little bit more in the reunion as well, because that is, um, that's where we're at. So I know people like want a side of, is it team Melissa or team Teresa? I just don't think that there's a winner in this, in this battle. It's just a losing battle at this point for this family. And I'm still very curious as to what is to come at the reunion. I really want to see this reunion and see how it plays out. So, um, but that was our season finale and that was our Jersey season. I thought we had a good season too, guys. I, I, I hear people on the fence on this, but I think this is a good season. There is talk that the, um, casting is paused. Um, they aren't picking up cameras like they normally do. I think in July is when they normally pick them up. Um, that they're going to wait until the fall Andy confirmed on his show. Um, he, someone asked him like, you know, is it Melissa or is it Teresa? Cause I don't think the show goes on with both of them. And he said that that's what they're figuring out and that things are on a hiatus while they figure all that out. And then they'll, they'll pick things back up again. Um, so we'll get, you know, Christmas in Jersey. We'll get some of those old, the, I always used to love those episodes, especially because it's such a family show and family dynamic that, um, it would be nice to, to kind of see some of that back. So we will see, but I liked the season. I think that we're back. I like the new energy with Danielle. Um, I I think that I think we've got something here. So I hope that we find a path forward. Um, but I think, like I said, lots more to come in the reunions. So as a reminder, uh, no Bravo breakdown next week because while we will have the season finale of Summer House. Um, we don't, we have the Teresa wedding special and then of course Atlanta. So we're going to take off a week because of Memorial day. And then when we come back the following week, I will recap all of the, uh, all of those episodes as well as the, hopefully the reunion episodes. Um, and so we'll be, we'll be kicking that off and then, uh, on Thursday, we are getting our part one of our reunion uh, for Vanderpump Rules, and I hear it is explosive. People are a, a Twitter and a buzz that um, Raquel might be pregnant and that, that there might be a bombshell announcement. Um, producers have come out and said that casting for that show is also paused. Um, they have not decided to pick up cameras yet because as we know, Ariana has said she's not filming with either of them. And um, producers have also said there's more to come from the reunion that the cast does not know. And that in their in the one-on-one -on -one interviews that Andy did, 
more information comes to light that we don't know and they want that to come out before they can identify how to move into the next season. So I'm, we're in for it. We're going to be doing our special Vanderpump reunion episodes on the for the next three Thursdays. Um, and then we're going to get back into our interview uh, schedules. We have some amazing guests lined up after that. Um, and then also, yeah, um, like I said, Memorial Day will be off. But um, that's our episode this week. I hope everyone has a fantastic start to their week, gearing up for that Vanderpump reunion. I'm so excited. Um, but I'll be back to talk all about it on Thursday. And until then, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. I'm at CM Vetrano. And don't forget, you can rate and subscribe so that you never miss an episode of The Gist. And until Thursday, have a great day and a great week. And we'll talk soon. Bye.